0: So just about our time of recording, uh, college applications have just about ended, and uh, Prever and I thought it would be a good idea to just go over a couple things that we thought were important, and you know, just a couple takeaways about our experiences during the college application process. Um, for me, obviously, I went through it this year. Prever last year. Um, for me, obviously, it was like a little bit of a tedious, pro- <laughs> very, very strenuous process um, with school, soccer, and just having to do that all together in the fall was really, really t- tiring. But I think for me, what I learned was it helps if you do a couple things, right. If you, if you plan and if you do it early, like I think going into like, like mid September, like, or like early September, like just about when school started, I had my like main essay, like pretty much done. And then you can start working on supplementals, like make your list, blah, blah, blah. Or like, I mean, your list should be finalized by then, but like, you know, narrowing it down, that kind of thing. Um, but overall, I think it was like, just like, it's hard to do it. What I learned is really hard to get stuff done on the weekdays, just because you have school, right? School tests, that kind of thing. But if you like utilize your Saturdays and Sundays, like, like for me, I would go to the library for like four or five hours, and just grind myself there for like, like just like, you know, those four or five hours, and then I'd just be done with it for the week. But um, I thought like that really helped out. I don't know like what you specifically did or like how you scheduled out but i think that that's what worked best for me when i was like as specifically for getting things done like that
1: No, yeah i I echo the same framework that you had right in essence the college application process is like you're given like a bucket load of work and you have a lot of time you have you know july up until october or december depending on your deadlines and it's your job to basically space it out and how much work you're going to dedicate each day each week each each month so for me i the best thing i did was like be pretty consistent and just said like hey i'm gonna work an hour a day or let's say i have like a specific college i need to get done for supplementals i gotta work on that college for a week and then that made things a lot easier instead of just being like i have a lot of essays to do i had structured you know assignments for each day that made it a lot easier this goes with like any kind of big task that you have to do yeah
0: i i mean like i had like these little like um I guess like small little goals. I mean, like, like every like guy recommends you do it, right? Like, oh, this college, I need to be done with those supplementals, blah, blah, blah. But like, honestly, like, for me, what I realized was like, I had it like planned out, okay, this weekend, I need to have like this college done this weekend, next college, this one, blah, blah, blah. And like, as you go through, you realize like, it's not going to fit that structure. It just needs to be like a, like a loose guideline of how things going to, you, you can't just like move it all to the end. You can't do that. Unless you're like, Okay, some people can do that, but majority of people can't do that. And I wouldn't recommend it.
1: And I Um, will say a majority of people end up do doing that. They just put it all to the end. And that's where I'll I'll be honest, right? Like, for me, for my early decision essays, right? Or like the early action, early decision essays, I spaced out pretty well. But then at the end, the last week, I really needed to change up like two schools like heavily because they were just not that good. But because I spaced it out pretty well, I had that buffer time to like, Give myself the chance to edit and put a lot more extra work that I need to do, but it worked out in the end if you like space yourself out. So in all honesty, if for anyone who's like, you know, a junior, a sophomore freshman, hopefully you're not anything else who's like
0: hey, <laughs> eighth grade thinking about what to do. God, but it, in <laughs> yeah, it, I advise you to take this off and go to something else, please. The
1: <laughs> thing is the college application process, sure, it's a very, very big important process, but the two things I took away was one, just like any big assignment, space out and you're good. But two, and this is where I think we really wanted to start talking about, is at the end of the day, it sort of sheds light onto how our society portrays college really highly. And I don't necessarily know if that's the right way or the right mindset that we should be having, you know, all throughout college, all throughout high school, for, you know, for like a lot of reasons. And I think like, That's something that, like, we both really want to talk about today.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's so hard to, like, not, or to get out of that mindset, right? Because we were talking about this earlier, but, like, it's, we're, like, sort of ingrained into that, right? Like, our first three years, we're, like, just so, you know, we got to get good grades. We got to, like, start for the SAT. We got to do well in the SAT. I got to take these AP classes to get a good GPA. And why? Because that's what, like, people tell us to do. (laughs) and like and like no one is gonna just be like damn i'm not gonna do that because then what happens you think you do like not so great and then you have like a less G- less high gpa and then people think you're basically worthless and then you go to um you know whatever college that's not like prestigious and then you know you're in your eyes you're deemed like you know unsuccessful and I think like you were saying, like society is like, you know, it just keeps feeding into that one mindset that people need to have, you know?
1: It's like, it's like when you go into high school, the whole point of high school is to excel. So you go to college. It's not that you get to learn and, you know, grasp some of these, like, you know, take advantage of some of the classes that you get access to. It's like, I got to position myself in the best position to get into an an amazing college or a good college. Right. And I'm not, to, I'm not here to say like, I disagree with that thinking like I had this, I adopted that mentality and I right I
0: was I was just about to say like it's hard for us to say it's easy, I mean it's easy for us to say it like this just because it's not like we like totally stepped outside the matrix and we're like you know we're doing our own thing going to like community college and doing it like that we're like it's we're now reflecting on it and we're saying like you know it doesn't I just doesn't,
1: think, I just think the biggest takeaway right is you obviously need to be goal-oriented and like the goal is like getting into a good college but I was victim of completely forgetting about the present and the fact that, like, sure, I need to get a good GPA, but I also need to learn. So oftentimes, mm-hmm. I'm just studying, like, a few days before the test for, like, a math test or, like, any kind of, like, I don't know, science, biology, and then completely forget about it after in the sense that I just cared about – the only thing I'm caring about is getting a good GPA or if it's ACT, grinding for the ACT. And I'm not really – focusing on the tangible skills or the knowledge that I've gotten. And I think that's something where I think like the first three years of high school, if I could go back and appreciate the learning that I had and, you know, maybe just take, put college like as like this long-term goal, but the short-term goals are that I need to, you know, soak all this in. That's like one thing where I think I was to take advantage of more clubs, just even attending them and take advantage of, you know, the way change maybe the ways I studied a little bit just little things like that
0: yeah and I think like because of that intense nature of like of the competitiveness right I think that's what led us to see so much like like rivalry between like people who like used to be friends of like oh like I got in here you won't get in here like I mean I saw it and like barely any decisions have come out oh like she didn't deserve to get into the school but I did kind of thing you know and like Like, okay, so basically you're you're defining someone off of, you know, a decision that some like a group of like 60 year old dudes took like, you know, 10 minutes to read through someone's application and decided what kind of person they are. Does that really change who they are? No. Whether they got in or or they they don't, it's someone's 10 minute judgment on that person. And And that's why
1: you're touching upon on like the social aspect of. You know, yeah. and how... I
0: think it's, I think it's kind of mess, but you it's know, cause I,
1: it's a mess, but I don't want to blame like the individual. Right. I think people obviously like they might have a competitive spirit and things, but this whole system around us has been built in the sense that there are limited spots to some of these very prestigious and deemingly highly successful colleges and getting into them is hard. And whoever has like the better application on paper is essentially going to get in more often than not. And I think that's sort of what creates yeah. like, oh, you got in. So that means you fit the bill. Like exactly what you're saying. You fit the bill of like what a successful person looks like. And I didn't. And now I'm a little bit upset and, you know, sort of want to like cover this stuff up. But yeah. the biggest thing is the college shouldn't define who you are.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because, like, like you said, right? Like, how we think of it, like, oh, the numbers on the sheet, your GPA, your SAT score, your ECs, or whatever, those define who you are. Is that what we're reduced down to? Is that what we're reducing how we judge other people down to, you know? And I think that's what, how it's like these past few months, how I've seen it is like, that is how a lot of people, it's like, I mean, like, obviously not everyone, but a lot of people are like changing to judge people solely based on numbers on paper. And like, okay. You weren't doing that like two years ago. You weren't doing that a year ago. And why are you doing it now, right? It doesn't change someone or how you perceive someone and it shouldn't now. And I think people should really realize that just because it's for college and it's your envy that's driving this. It shouldn't, you know, that shouldn't be the one thing that completely changes it.
1: And I do want to touch upon another thing too, where, you know, getting rejected is also just as harmful to like how we feel. Not even, you know, like if someone gets in, that's one thing, how we feel. But if you get rejected, you all a lot of people, I can recount that I felt this way. A lot of people feel like their self-worth is tied to the college they were supposed to get into, and then when they don't get into it, they feel like everything that they've done has been for waste. The person who they are does not live up to their expectations. And it's all because we, quote- unquote, didn't live up to the college's expectations. But like you said, these college admission processes, they look at your paper for 10 minutes, but more often than not, less than 10 minutes. And then they make a decision on whether you're in or not. And that's Dude, something-
0: I'm telling you, like, I encourage everyone to watch this video of like, it's like inside the admissions, uh, like some Amherst, like college, right? Some liberal arts university. And it's like inside the room and they're reading people's applications. Right. And they'll just like, they have like this one guy that the vice dean of admissions. And he said, we understand how flawed the system is. And oftentimes, I don't even know if I'm making the right decision. Sometimes I, I don't even know why I put my hand up. You know, I'm just going with my gut. Okay, I understand why that little, like, snippet can make people feel worse about their admissions process, process makes them more anxious. Like, oh, like, I don't even, who are these old heads? Like, you know, don't even know what they're doing. And they're deciding my, like, fate. Well, also think of it this way, like, it's a bunch of old heads who don't even know why they are admitting people or rejecting people. I, he literally said, I don't know why I put my hand up or down sometimes. The
1: video so, shocked. It shocked me. I agree with you. Like,
0: like, how, like, and that is a top university for like liberal arts, right? How can, like, how can you define your self-worth when that person doesn't even know why he accepted or rejected you? So I think that's my main thing for that. Like the whole like self-worth thing. Cause when I saw that video, I was like, like are you serious right now
1: (laughs) right and and at the end of the day what is college meant to be for right this is something i learned like after all my friends had gone to you know their respective colleges what i learned is college like the college that you go to is all about your best fit it's not about which college is ranked the highest amongst you know within like business or with us
0: news us news top 100
1: (laughs) all that stuff like that's how we that's how i define success and i promise you a lot of people probably did but you know some person some persons fit might be a public school which is a cheaper option and still offers a pretty good educational opportunity some might be you know a community this is a pretty extreme case but it might be it might be community college but the point i'm trying to say is that we just focus too much about what other people's validation will give us in terms of what school we want to apply to instead of thinking what is going to best position myself to advance the interest that I have, and put myself in the best, you know, career spot. And typically, you know, prestige does help with the career spot, but there's also the friends that you want to make, the community you want to be yourself around, the clubs, the interests, all those things. And sometimes we lose sight of what college is really meant to be.
0: Yeah, and college is important, but again, it's a four-year stage of your life, just like high school was. Um, Sure, it's an important four-year stage of your life, but again, it's, an o- it's only a four-year stage of your I, life and I, I think
1: you, a lot of people at some of the top schools like my friends go to they say they do not like it there now whether or not you know they're going to regret it later on because maybe they'll get a really nice job and they will get a lot of money that's for us to see but you, I, personally I'm very happy with where I am and it's largely because of the community and I think it's a good fit for me some mm-hmm. people don't necessarily think of it that way and I think that's a conversation that we need to bring up a little bit more about you know congratulating yourself for getting into a good fit school not necessarily one that everyone thinks is good for you
0: yeah i think people lose sight of that as a factor <laughs> than like 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 price tuition blah blah this like distance and like you know all those kinds of things that acceptance rate yeah people don't really think about fit as much and, or like and, culture you
1: No, know, we've had previous episodes where like a year ago where we're like we sort of like docked on somebody's like prestigious schools I, i'm not saying these top schools are bad at all i'm saying yeah
0: again like, i i mean the majority of the schools that i applied to are prestigious schools too proper also saying- goes to a relatively prestigious I mean, a pretty prestigious school you know um so we're not saying that like i guess that, that qualifies our statement you know it's not a generalization and that all prestigious schools are have that culture or all public schools have this culture it's I'm just
1: talking the societal and emotional impacts that like this whole persona of college and college admissions places on people and we just want everyone to just you know take a second back and understand take that... a chill pill just, yeah just relax in life you got to do this too right this
0: and is... just just chill out you know what i mean like i feel like, <laughs> I feel like people need to do that more um i tried. i mean to be like again qualifying the statement i was not taking a chill pill last year uh, in my junior year like, this year kidding. i'm i'm trying more to take a chill pill and yeah, like, just we're not, like we're
1: not, saying, we're not saying like don't work hard don't try to get into your like goal like, if your goal is a good school and like a dream school then by all means work there but i think the biggest takeaway is don't get upset if you don't get into that school or don't start to degrade yourself and i think
0: yeah don't don't yeah. be yourself over it it's, if i could it's just, it. it's just not worth it's just not worth
1: if I could talk to myself, a, like, a year ago, I would tell myself, like, it did not matter living through the year after college admissions. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. So, I, I guess as we, like, close up, I think those are, like, the main takeaways. Uh, and if you guys have any, like, things that if you're a senior and what you went through, if you want to share your experience with us, um, that would be great. Um, If you guys could give us some feedback on this episode, too, that'd be awesome. And you could always check us out on Instagram or email us. Um, and, yeah, thank you, guys.